As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Thoughts lead to actions, and actions, habits, and habits, character, and character, destiny. Join this purple girl in her purple world as we share inspiration and build hope together, one thought at a time. The destiny you desire is only a thought away. Welcome to Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. I'm Justina Page, your podcast host. We're excited because you know what day it is. It's Friday, and that's that special day where I bring in my special guests to share their thoughts about one of my purple thoughts. And I couldn't be more excited than to have my good friend, Pam Mitchell, which I probably butchered her name. But hey, Pam. Hey, Justina. I'm so, so happy to have you. Oh, I'm so glad to be here with you always. Anytime <laughs> Justina Page is, is the delight to my heart. Well, I tell you what, ditto. Right back at you. And I don't mean <laughs> that for everybody, but I mean it for you. Now, I know you guys don't know Pam like I do, so I'm going to share just a little bit about Pam. Pam is a Jesus follower. Amen and amen. <laughs> Grandson spoiler, lover of words, seeker of truth, road tripper, coffee sipper. Pam struggled, and obviously she's a little rapper. She got a hidden rapper in there. Pam struggled for years to embrace the grace of God as she experienced his unrelenting love and pursuit of her. She was finally able to receive the spiritual healing that she so desperately needed to receive his gift of grace. Her passion is to help other women realize their true value and identity in Christ, encouraging and equipping them to discover and live out their purpose. Pam is lolly to her three favorite little humans and delights in the fact that they live just steps away from her. Amen. Mine are around the corner too. She loves to write, bake, and is a sucker for a shoe sale. Woo, we have a lot in common. Watch this book, guys. <laughs> listen, uh, I can gain and lose weight. Well, mostly gain weight these days, but shoes always fit. <laughs> yes. Yes. I need to share that with my husband. <laughs> yes. You know, help you justify a pair of shoes, girl. <laughs> I know. That's right. Well, you know what? Um, Pam just recently spoke at uh, my last women's conference last September. And I tell you what, you were such a blessing, Pam. It was so moving and so touching. um, It was so such a wonderful day. Oh my goodness, it just blessed my socks off. It was a wonderful day. Wonderful day. Well, we're happy that you were a part of it. So you know, I have to ask because everyone knows that I love purple. So I call (laughs) my thoughts purple thoughts. If you had a chance to choose a color for your thoughts, what would that be and why? Oh, my. Uh, Well, I have become, I I love yellow because it's just such a a happy color. Yeah. But I I recently had the opportunity to lead a women's weekend where I I got to choose the colors and the theme of the weekend. Mm -hmm. And the Lord led me to the color pink it's a, and a blush pink it's not you know not like bubblegum pink yeah uh, <laughs> but the reason for it was just that the softness and the femininity 
that it represents. And it's kind of that mix of red, which is strong and fiery. Yeah. And the white that is purity. So right in the middle of that is pink. And it's just such oh, a soft, pretty. embracing color to me. So I would say pink. I like that. I never thought about all of that, but that's pretty good. Well, I tell you what, everyone's here today, tuned in today to hear our guests. So why don't you go ahead and read your purple thought and then share how it resonated with you? Uh, okay, I'm looking. Okay, um, you posted this on June 13th and it says God is in the business of giving you your heart's desire. If you're in the business of trusting him. Hello. Now, listen, <laughs> we want to camp out on the first part of that verse. So, often, you know, how to give you the desires of your heart. Well, the full scripture, and, and we're really bad about that anyway. Uh, we like to take the part of scripture that we like. and That's leave right. Where we don't have to work for. <laughs> <laughs> so often we 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 skip over the so that. I did a little study one time, and this is kind of going down a rabbit trail, but I did a little study about uh, how often so that appears in the Bible. Fascinating. It, it is fascinating. Anyway, I got I, I digress. The the scripture literally says in Psalm thirty seven verse four. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. So it is a it is a promise with condition, right? That's right. Um, but what I what I love about this verse, if you think about it in a different context, when we delight ourselves in the Lord, He literally puts the desires in our heart. That's right. That then he helps fulfill those desires in yes. our hearts. So I, I, when I hear that verse now, I always think of it in in those terms. The desires in my heart, as long as I am delighting myself in the yes. Lord, I don't have to worry about the desires <clears throat> that are in there because they are they're prompted, they're given, they're deposited by the Lord Himself. Beautiful. So one of the of uh, of that is well, you and I both share a passion for speaking and writing and I love all the opportunities that you've had for acting oh my goodness I got a movie star for a friend <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> but the thing is people who don't really grasp this verse and aren't delighting in the Lord or don't really see that we are delighting ourselves in the Lord can look at that as self-promotion. Yes. Listen, the, you're talking to a girl who didn't graduate high school. I have a GED. But Come the on, Lord, Hi, right? Come on, girl. That's beautiful. Listen, I have a story that you would not even believe. We don't have time. Yes, yes. That's why the book is coming. Uh, yes. So many layers to my story that people, people that have known me for years don't even believe some of the things that when I share with them, some of the layers of my life. But the fact that God has put this deep desire to speak to women and to write, so uh, that is a God-given desire. Yes. I don't want to tell my story. My story's not pretty. But <laughs> Come on. God, 
done with that story is so glorifying to only what he, he could do. When I think about uh, you, you also had a, a meme that you posted here. I, listen, my life has been so topsy turvy lately <laughs> that I don't, we were talking earlier something yeah. you posted this morning. I thought it was like last week. Dad <laughs> was, I want to inspire people. I want someone to look at me and say, "Yes, because of you, I didn't give up." Yes. But the next part of that that I added. And that they would recognize that it's the Jesus in me yes. was driving me all along that took me through all of those yes. terrible circumstances of my life. Some of them self-inflicted, some of them, you know, inflicted on, on me by other people. Yeah. But it was Jesus. It was the Jesus in me that got me through it. Now, listen. There were times in my life and still are when I'm not as close to Jesus <clears throat> as I to or should be yeah but never left from the time i was an eight-year-old child running to an altar <laughs> begging forgiveness for my sins I, I was thinking about this uh not too long ago i do you know who nikki cruz is yes okay so now listen i was eight years old and nikki cruz was speaking at our church oh, wow. now this okay. this man was yeah, he, he was terrible. He was a gang member. Yeah, he was a horrible person. But Jesus radically saved him. Yes, I don't know to this day what it was that an eight-year-old little girl identified with this brutally, <laughs> this brutal gangster, former <laughs> gangster. But he, man, the conviction in my heart was so strong. And that was the night I gave my life to the Lord. Oh, and that's beautiful. I often, I often say that that was when I made him my, my savior, but it took me a long time to make him my Lord. And that's the progression of Christianity, right? And I, I think that a lot of times people look at us and they, they think, well, look at her. She's not, that's not very Christian-like. Well, yeah, you're right. Or, or accuse us of being hypocrites. It's not about being hypocritical. It's about that continual, yes. um, that becoming more and more like Christ as That's we right. surrender our Him. So back to that verse of taking delight, delighting in the Lord and allowing Him to give you the desires that match up with the purpose that He has put on our lives and then allowing Him access enough to be able to bring those dreams to fruition. I tell you what, that's so beautiful, Pam. We're going to have to go back and unpack some of the many things that you said that are so powerful. And uh, thank you so much for preaching to me while you're on here. You know, I have a book <laughs> that I'm supposed to be writing that I've been uh, laying low on, um, but it's my story as well. And a lot of people, they know my fire story, but they don't know my story. And my yes. story has a, a few chapters that I would rather not be read as well. Um, <laughs> however, I know that our vulnerability and our transparency is God's currency to save souls. So oh, uh, uh, my book is going to be titled In a Situation. So that's how I came here. I came here in a very interesting situation. Um, being raised by uh, a great grandmother that was a witch, and um, 
being left at the hospital to die because I was a preemie. So that's the beginning of it, on to some really powerfully strong things that only God could bring us through. But I like your reference when you went back to the scripture about uh, uh, delighting yourself in the Lord. Let's say we have new Christians on here who are listening. They said, that sounds wonderful. But how does one delight themselves in the Lord? Well, it all goes back to just getting in his word and getting to know him, his nature, his character. Um, you know, you think about when you were a little middle school girl and you had that first little crush and right. uh, you wanted to check him out. You wanted to know everything about him. You would talk to his friends and try to figure out what he liked. You'd write his name everywhere. Yeah. You could. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> For every picture you could find of him in the book, <laughs> it's it's when we have that kind of passion for, for Christ that we want, we desire everything that we can learn about him and just devouring his word and seeing that this, this God that spoke the world, the universe into existence is the same God that walks with me every day of my life. The same God that breathed life into my lungs gave me purpose and direction that set me free of a life that was so dishonoring to him and set path of just honoring him yeah. and living a life that is pleasing to him. Um, so that, that that's how that's how you delight yourself. Oh my God. Oh his his character. Yes, that's so beautifully said. So I'm going to give a short version of what Pam said. We need to crush on Jesus. We need to get a crush <laughs> on our Savior. Because <laughs> that's what you do when you get a crush, you know. And you know what? I think the advantage we have, though, uh, we have the advantage because he already loved us. A lot of times we were crushing on guys and trying to get their attention. And, you know, okay. we didn't know whether they knew us or not whether they liked us or not, but Jesus, hallelujah to God. He already uh, loves us with an everlasting love. So we could crush on somebody who are, we're already the apple of his eye. So that's well, well said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to go back to something else. You were talking about a heart's desire. What, what do we call heart's desire? It's difference between a need and a, and a thought and wisdom, but a heart's desire. What are we talking about? I think it's uh, the passion. And a lot of it goes back to uh, the way he knitted us together. You know, the psalmist says, he knit me together in my mother's womb. Yeah. That is a very intentional act. When you yes. know how to do it, but I've seen my grandmother do it. <laughs> and it's a very intentional act of knitting. It yeah. is a by stitch and so we're we're not just thrown into this universe with yes. we were created we were knitted together with purpose and i Praise think God. It was, uh, sitting on his throne knitting pam mitchell together come on <laughs> uh, uh, okay, i'm gonna put a little bit of music in her i'm gonna put My a God, that's pretty fast i'm gonna put a little bit yes I'm gonna put, in her, it, it, everything about me was Lord thought, 
creator of the universe. Yeah. The passions that he put in me at that time become the desires as we, and as we turn our hearts more and more toward him, those passions start to surface more and more. And when I think about, you know, there, there's a difference, a big difference in the, the desires of our flesh Come on. and the desires of our heart. Yes. The desires of our flesh are just that. I mean, everybody's got desires. I mean, we can desire a new car, a bigger house, a yes. cuter husband, whatever, <laughs> or a husband at all for some of us. Right. Um, but it's the desires of our heart that are part of the purpose and the passion that he knitted inside of me before I was even born. Man, so beautifully said. You're real good with creating pictures. I'm a very visual learner. So I, I, I'm just sitting here imagining God knitting Justina together. And he had to start with purple. Because it shows up. Everywhere. I love it. Sure <laughs> anyway, so, so beautiful. So beautifully said. You know, this purple <laughs> thought. Uh, it's Zephaniah 3 that he sings over me. So yes. when I'm sitting there knitting me, he's singing over me because he rejoices over yes. creation, what he has done in and through me and what he will do. And, <clears throat> excuse me. With um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, the purpose that he has put inside of me, he has a plan for my life. All of that, he's sitting there knitting all of this together in me. Wow. It's so, and it's different for all of us. We're all unique creations, and we all have a unique purpose. So, I think really just sitting with him again, getting to know his nature, his character. Yes. And trusting what he has put in our hearts. And then having the courage to go for it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Well, I tell you what, that is so beautiful. So we get to the hard part, though. The trust issue. Why is trust so hard sometimes? Well, listen, we tend to prop what we perceive of God up beside what we've experienced with men, Come mankind. On. Yes. And from, from the fall of Adam and Eve, the enemy has done such a great job of creating mistrust and, and um, dissension, uh, offense. So when we, when we have, that kind of difficulty to separate who God is and what our, for our, what our limitations Come are. On. Yes. In, understand his nature. Uh, we, we fail to trust, Yeah, but he never failed. I'm, I'm doing a study again. Uh, I did this study about 20 years ago when it first came out by Henry Blackaby called experiencing God. Okay. And uh, just yesterday, he was talking about how we can get to a place where we can't really see God moving. He go, He's silent. We're praying. We're praying. We're praying. And God just isn't speaking. He says nothing. Yeah. But what he's doing a lot of times is preparing us for something that's coming. And as long as we continue to trust him, even in the silent parts, yeah. uh, then 
getting us ready for something bigger, something, some bigger revelation of himself. Um, and a lot of times what we pray for is not in alignment with what his purpose is. So yes. we think, we think he's being mean or withholding something like Adam and Eve. He's withholding something good from me. Yeah, no, he's his no is is a protection. Yeah, he knows the end from the beginning, and he knows what's best for me. So when I'm praying for something that's out of alignment with what his plan for my life is, um, I can I can start to lose trust if I'm not careful. That oh he's he's not answering my prayer. Woe is me. <laughs> answering your prayer, yeah. he says no. What you want to hear? <laughs> yeah, you know that's so true. You know, my husband taught me, and this was before we were married, when he was the Bible study teacher, and he was teaching us, and he said one thing you have to do with God. Sometimes it's going to get dark. Sometimes you're not going to be able to see. He said, but all you have to do is trust and remember what you knew in the life when you That's could true. see. You, and, and basically he was teaching on trusting God's character. Yes. Not 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 trusting what you think he should do or what you want him to do, but who he is. And I think that's a foundational problem with Christians. They trust more in what they've seen them do, what they've seen them do in others' life than literally just who he is. And that's yes. what helps me. So our next question to you is, what personally makes it a little easier for you to personally trust God? Um, I think of a quote by Corey Ten Boom. And I, it, I may have this wrong, but I think it was found written on a prison wall uh, when she was wow. in camp, uh, you know, concentration camp. That that may check my facts on that. But the the quote was. I believe in the sun, even when it's not shining. Mm -hmm. I believe in love, even when I can't feel it. I believe in God, even though I don't see his hand moving in the way I want to see it right now. But I've seen him do enough in my lifetime. Come I've on. seen him go up in ways that yes. can be explained by the hand of God being involved. Yes. And I him pull me out of situations and lifestyles that it can only be God. Psalm yes. 60 says, come and see what God has <laughs> I And I put in my, in my Bible, I've marked out, it says in, in man, and I put in Pam. Come because on, come on. He's changed my life radically. Yes. To me, 20 years ago, oh girl, you're like, that poor child, she's so lost. <laughs> <laughs> But God is, he has been so good to me. He has yes. been so faithful. So in times when I may be tempted to lose faith or lose hope, all I have to do is look back over my shoulder. Yeah. The yeah. mirror, what God has already done. And remember, he, God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Amen. that means current circumstances and the circumstances that I'm looking at right down the road, he's already been there. He's already yeah. there taking care yes, of everything yes, yes. I need for my good and his glory. That's so beautiful. It, it is so in line with what God, uh, you know, when you were talking, I often thinking about how God would tell the Hebrews, you know, when a certain event happened, put some stones here, 
remember this. Remember yeah. that. We should never forget the work yeah. of the Lord in our lives. Well, I tell you what, this has been extremely delightful and inspiring. Are there any last things you want to say about this purple thought? Uh, I just I just encourage people to delight yourself in the Lord. And if nothing else came from that, Justina, that would be enough. Yes. Delight in the Lord because it's the his own reward. <laughs> yes. Yes. But then he gives us that little sweet kiss and he <laughs> will give you the desires of your heart. Yes. Yes, just uh, stay in his word, stay in prayer, stay in praise, because he is the, 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 the source of our strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength, and I only yes. find I'm in relationship and communion with him. Amen. Thank you so much, ma'am. And um, I just want to add to that. Whoever's tuned in today, listen, if you do your part, God is not going to fail his part. And as a matter of fact, a lot of times we don't do our part and he still don't fail his part. He That's never right. fails. <laughs> he's going to do his part. If you trust him, believe me, he's going to come through. Well, Pam, thank you so much for sharing today. What a delight and an encouragement and strength. And I like that particular purple thought. Of course, they're all my thoughts, so I kind of like them all. <laughs> but I kind of really like that one for real. And those of you who are tuned in, if you were inspired, encouraged by that thought, and you would like more Purple Thoughts, guess what? I got 365 more of them all put together in my journal, Building Hope with Purple Thoughts 2023. It's available on Amazon. Unless you would like a signed copy with my purple pen, you can email me at justina at justinarpage.com. Again, thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to tune in next time for more of Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. Go have yourself an extremely blessed day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive.